0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of This Week in Marvel. Today, we're talking all about Marvel's Spider-Man PlayStation 4. We are talking to the guys behind the story, but before I introduce them, uh, let me introduce myself. My name is Ben Morse. I'm the Editorial Director of Marvel Digital Media, and I am joined by...
1: Tucker Marcus, Assistant Editor.
2: And Maggie Clementova, Digital Media Intern.
0: And we've got, sitting across from us... We've got Dan Slot. Dan, how are you doing? Hello. And on the phone from Los Angeles, none other than the golden boy himself, Christos Gage.
1: Hello. I don't know where I got that title, but I'll take it.
0: <laughs> I'm giving it to you, man. I think you're long overdue for a nickname.
1: I'll take it. I'll take it.
0: So, boys, before we uh, delve into the specifics of this Spider-Man game, this very exciting Spider-Man video game, I want to know how you guys got involved. Dan, we'll start with you, and then we'll head over to Chris. How did you get webbed in ah. to this particular <laughs> endeavor?
2: Um, I was out in California, and they had me over to the uh, where all the magic happens at mm-hmm. Insomniac. And uh, they showed me like all the early concepts and some of the early stuff going, and the scale and the scope. Of the game they wanted to make and it was like oh my god mm-hmm. it was really hard not to be wowed over it not just their passion but how much they'd already developed even at that point because mm-hmm. um, i remember playing on atari where spider-man oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. was like yeah 10 pixels Yep, and I, doo,
0: doo, doo, green doo, goblin doo, doo, flying doo, by every so often
2: yep yep on the like, yeah. <laughs> it was uh cool. and and all the every system i got as a kid all the way up through adulthood, mm-hmm. it was always to play the Spider-Man game. Mm-hmm. Like the PS1, That's the cool. Xbox 360, the, yeah. like, oh my God, the new Spider-Man game. What's the story with
0: you, Chris? Similar?
1: Yeah, I actually got a call from Bill Roseman, who is, uh, overseeing Marvel video games now. And he used to be my editor on Avengers Academy and Avengers The Initiative, the comics. And um, he's like, hey, would you be interested in being involved with this? Because I had written for Marvel video games before I did this. Captain America Super Soldier, uh, and I've done some other uh, mobile games and stuff, and um, I said, sure, and he told me Dan was on board, which is always a draw because I love working with Dan. And, uh, you know, I came out to the Burbank, to the Insomniac Studios, and those guys were really terrific, uh, terrific people to work with. They were. They, I could see that they were fans of the, of the comics, of the source material, and that they, they wanted to make the best possible Spider-Man game they could possibly make, and they were going to put the time and the effort and a budget into doing exactly that. So I was
2: like, you know, I got to be part of it. I, I got to be part of, like, the really early version, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and I'm sure a lot of it got molded and shaped and squished around. Chris, you've how many hours of your life, how many hundreds of thousands of hours has been working on this Spider-Man video game? I mean,
1: this is what I've been doing since we wrapped, uh, since I wrapped on, on season one of Daredevil's TV show. Mm. Um, so since, wow. since like, Early 2015, I've been working on this. So go on; wow. it'll be it'll be going on three years.
2: This is like your life has bled it into it this is. game.
1: It is, yeah, it is. And I should I should comment that it's it's not just me and Ben. Uh, there's John Paquette, who's the uh, head writer in Insomniac and Ben Arfin, another terrific writer. So there's a lot of great people working on this game. Uh, and no one person could do it because there's so so much to it. Um, but yeah, I've been working on this for a long time, and, and it's just uh, you know I I, I really. Um, before, like, I, I'm really happy about the positive reaction we've seen from the, the E3 previews and so forth because you know we put, we put a lot of blood spec right here into this all of us and we all really want it to be to be good. so I'm glad that people seem to like it. I'm curious. Dan, you touched on it briefly and Chris, I'd love to hear more. Uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm curious about your guys' individual backgrounds with video games in general. what it, what it was like the first system you ever played, where what what where were the foundations of the work you've put in now to realizing
2: this game in 2018? We we had in my house, um we had like one of the first ever commercial video game systems you could buy called the Odyssey, yeah. which was like eight different versions of Pong <laughs> on very large computer circuit Cartridges that you would have to <laughs> jam into this thing, um, but over time, you know, like everybody, we, we you keep upgrading and upgrading and upgrading, um, and you got to a point like before com- uh, before video games were uh, online. Um, I had this insane setup in my house where <laughs> it was. Every single next gen console you could have, like uh, <laughs> PS1, uh, N64, Sega Saturn, Dreamcast, like all these tons of systems on multiple sets. I had like st- multiple, I had a Saturn setup where 10 people could play Bomberman <laughs> at the same time in my house, and I would have just massive video game parties. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and then like, um, People, one of when back in the day when the, our distinguished competitors mm, yes. um, brought me over and wanted me to work on a big project, uh, one of my ed- the editors I was working with Dan Rassler had been over to my apartment and he'd seen the setup mm. and he played games and he went, "I want to get this in on time. If you want to do this Batman project." you have to bring your ps2 into dc and we're going to lock it in the closet <laughs> until it is done so uh, yeah and, and we would never do that to you never dude. and uh the pro once that happened i got so much work done right i was like oh my god this was the monkey on my back yeah. this was the thing so ever since then i've kind of even when they gave it back to me i've kind of chilled out and been reasonable about it yeah yeah um but then little things happened you know, cracks in the door where you start like, "Oh, I'm gaming again!" Like when they got me working on the, uh, the Shattered Dimensions game, sure. mm-hmm. uh, it was like suddenly I'm like, "Oh, I'm I'm playing every single level of this a go. million times." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christos, how are <laughs> yeah, you? Um, well, same with me. I remember that that Pong game. Uh, it was basically like all
1: that switched was like the, the 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 borders. So it was like now it's Pong, now it's tennis, but it's still Pong. <laughs> <laughs> it's, now
2: now, and now it's, now, it's you know, hockey.
1: Yeah, exactly. Hockey. Uh, so, uh, and then I had the Atari and the ColecoVision, which I adored. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, the Nintendo. And then somewhere around there, somewhere around college, I came to the realization, much like Dan, that uh, I do not have good impulse control when it comes to video games. Like, <laughs> as the games got more, you know, elaborate with stories and things you could finish, uh, I, I had to excessively them until i finished them and i got nothing done whether it be school work whatever so i've tried to be more judicious about it since then but much like dan i love to use the uh, the uh, excuse of work uh when possible so i played shadow dimensions when i was doing Cat the Catholic american game i played a variety of other games um but yeah i try to control myself
2: so obviously you guys really love video games and you love comics. Can you speak a little to how it was building, like, a comic book character story? Obviously, there have been Spider-Man video games in the past, but how was it building this new story for Spider-Man, but for a video game? Um, okay, you want to go for it? Yeah, uh, for me, it was just, like, the thing that was exciting to me, and this is going to be so egomaniacal, uh, was they were like, we really want to use Mr. Negative. And I was like, my guy!
0: Yep. <laughs> this was like, yay! Dan Slott, co-creator of Mr. Negative. Yeah,
2: me and Phil Jimenez. There you go. And, uh, so, and seeing stuff like that get into the game, and not just that, with next-gen graphics looking so real. <laughs> um, it's, there's. It's weird, because when they brought me into early versions of this, they were like, well, we're going to change some things up. You know, mm-hmm. Mr. Negative is going to be more tech powered, right. or this is going to be like this or that's going to be like that. And they were kind of amazed at how cool I was with everything. <laughs> just going like, no, it's it's this is your this is the insomniac Spider-Man. Yeah. This is this universe. You know, having just worked on Spider-Verse, which was inspired in large part by Shattered Dimension. Yeah. Um comic book fans are used to multiple continuities and used to multiple things. You're, you're used to like the Marvel Cinematic Universe and this version of Spider-Man in a cartoon and that version of Spider-Man in a cartoon. It's totally cool for any kind of version to put their own stamp on it and have their own kind of reality, have their own kind of, this is what the world is going to be like in the game. Um, so I was really cool with that. I was like, yeah, let's see what the Insomniac Spider-verse is going to be yeah. like.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, I would agree with Dan. Uh, one of the things that was exciting to me from the start was when, when they, they made it clear that we, they want this to be its own continuity. And um, because, you know, much like the, the um, again, the distinguished competition, the Batman Arkham games are their own continuity. Uh, you know, you, when you're working in another medium, you have to, I think it's important to be, to be aware of and loyal to the source material, but also to understand that you're doing something that will be its own thing. So, like when you we were working on, on Daredevil season one, obviously, with all everyone involved, through Got It On Down, uh, season nine, we're all huge fans of the comics. But in the comics, Daredevil didn't meet Wilson Fisk until issue 170. And, you know, if he'd been in the character, had been around Daredevil for, you know, I don't know how many years at that point, like 15 years. So basically, we, you know, you you can't be too slavish about being aware of the source material, but you want to get the essence of it right. So what was exciting about that is we're like we're doing our own thing. It's not tied into any movies, it's not tied into any comics. And we can, so we, we want Miles Morales to be in the game. We don't have to worry about you started in the ultimate universe and then the universe is merged because a lot of the people who are playing the game don't know or care about that. You know, they should care about it, but they don't. <laughs> <laughs> if they knew if they knew about it, they did, But um but we also want there to be a ton of, you know, Easter eggs for longtime fans. Uh, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun, and, and the way that that happens is by saying, we're, we're doing our own thing here. Um, we're we're going to attribute everything that's come before, but we have to understand that we're doing our own thing. It's got to work as a game, and uh, I think that commitment to that was what, was what I found very exciting.
0: Yeah. Now, you guys have written together before on lots of projects. You've worked on Spider-Man together. you worked on some Avengers stuff together. What's your working relationship like as it translates over to the game? How do you guys, you know, work together? Because obviously you have one modus operandi when you're doing the comics, but when you're doing the game, it's a whole new world. So how do you balance uh, what work
2: who well, does? Well, with this, um, I, was, I was there in the beginning for a little oh, bit. Oh, so you weren't
0: there at the same time.
2: I was there at the beginning for like a little bit mm-hmm. and uh, helping in the initial Stages sure
1: yeah, I mean there were some points where we crossed over like when we were both in the end of the You know the writers room in Burbank you know with John and Brian and Tahar and other folks I'm talking about cool. the story um and uh... but yeah then since then you know as things have continued on I've sort of been in the in the trenches as it were you know doing the, the day-to-day stuff and Dan's been super busy with uh, Amazing Spider-Man mm-hmm. um... every now and then I show up and, and help out on Amazing Spider-Man you know mm-hmm.
0: just,
1: yep. to keep, mm-hmm. just, just to keep my, my face uh, But yeah, this has been, you know, like I said, this has been the the main thing I've been working on for the past three years. So it's been, uh, it's been exciting.
2: This is like the sum of uh, my relationship with Chris. It's me working on something and then turning and going, Chris, help! (laughs) Help me, Chris Gage! Help! The the funny part, and and I think that this this, uh,
1: speaks to, you know, a good writing partnership is, each one of us thinks the other guy is doing the hard part. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's like Jack Spratt and his wife. Uh, you have to, if you have two writers who have the exact same set of skills and string, there's no reason for them to be writing partners. They're just duplicating. But, you know, Dan, Dan
2: has an easier time with plotting. I have an easier time with scripting. So, oh, I, I, I and- love plotting. I hate scripting. <laughs> and, and we're very much the flip side. So, yeah, we, we work great together.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Chris, I was wondering you spoke about being in the trenches and you, and you said you've been working pretty much uh on this nonstop f- for nearly 3 years now. What what does that mean? What what does the work of writing a game like this look like on a day-to-day basis? Well, initially, you know, there was there was like doing the macro story, um, you know, Figuring out, like in a larger sense, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what what characters are going to be used, what they, what they're you know how they're going to be similar or different to they are in the comics. What's their dynamic in the game? Uh, and then you know once that was figured out, it was a matter of writing the actual scripts. Um, and you know there, it's a it's a huge team effort with the developers who sort of come up with the mechanics, the gameplay mechanics, and then you know sometimes you come to them and say, we'd like to do this with this particular boss fight, and then sometimes they come to you and say, here's what we've come up with uh, you know, for this level, and can you work out a story around that? And um, you know, it, it varies, and then of course, along the way there's play testing, there's people evaluating stuff and saying, you know what, this isn't working out the way we thought it did, let's, let's change this up, and then sometimes it's like, this is working really well, let's put more of this in. So it's a very ongoing, evolving process, uh, and it's it's very much you know a large team effort cool
2: so obviously we all love Peter Parker but I'm a huge fan of the supporting cast usually can you speak a little to the stories that you, you know for MJ for miles for Aunt May
1: she is an important character because <clears throat> so as we finally settled on she's working uh, at the feast center this is none of this is spoilers you can all infer from the what we've seen. She's working at the Feast Center, which of course is run by Martin Lee, who is, spoiler alert, uh, Mr. Negative. And so, you know, one of the things we all talked about from from the beginning is, and uh, Bill and the folks at Marvel are big on this, is that Spider-Man stories work best when the life of Peter Parker and the life of Spider-Man intersect and cause problems. So, you know, that's part of it. Um, MJ is in it, and I think people have figured out from the, uh, the, what we've seen that there are going to be points where you can play as MJ um, ah. you know and, and one of the things that I think is cool
2: is that <laughs> in the story well I don't know if I'm allowed to say this not I, I think I know what you're about to say I, I, I don't think Insomniac has confirmed that yet okay then I won't say it <laughs> <laughs> Phew. No. also, also miles in the game and
1: uh, you know there's there's I think that, you know, we're trying to strike a balance between Peter Parker and Spider-Man, but there's definitely that, you know, the Parker luck and the Parker-supporting characters, and we didn't want them to just be foils for for Peter. You know, like, you know, oh no, I'm in danger and Pete has to go save her. Um, I think in the trailer we've seen a scene where she's asking Pete, you know, do you need money? And he's like, ah, you know, maybe a little. And, you know, it, it, we're, we're focusing on, on their relationships. Uh, and I think, you know, the actors we've gotten are... Amazing, and I think it's gonna
0: work out really cool. Cool. Well, before we let you guys go, do you guys have anything else you want to get in there? All right, please. Before we let you guys go, I want to get just what is the one thing you're most excited for people to see when this game comes out that you can talk
2: about? Oh, um, ooh, the, the thing I most want people to see about this game is what happens after you finish it.
0: Oh, oh.
1: All right. That's
2: a, that's a good one. That yeah. is a good yeah. one. Uh, for me, I, I
1: want to, people to see, and I think they already have seen, you know, to me, when I play a game of a, of a superhero, I want to feel like that superhero. Right. And I believe that in this game, you will feel like Spider-Man. Uh, it won't be one of these things where, you know, he's he's web swinging out over the, you know, the Hudson River where there's nothing for his webs to anchor on. I mean, yeah. th- this is a big point of discussion. You know, his webs always have something to anchor on, but you you feel like Spider-Man you swing through the city, you're going to feel like you're Spider-Man swinging through the city and not just swinging, but swinging and running along walls and everything else. It's just, you know, I I expect that when I play the game, uh, I'll probably spend like an hour just traversing through New York city because it's so much fun.
0: Nice. All right, guys. Well, we're so excited for uh, Spider-Man. It's coming in 2018. Dan slot, Chris Cage, thank you guys for joining us, and thank you for your work on the game. Thank Dan- you. Thank you. <laughs> Until next time, this is Marvel, your universe.